At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the law firm of Davis & Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Burke's still here. He's still awake. You still with us? Freaking midnight. Well, I'm I'm, I'm pushing it at my uh, place, but yeah, I'm an hour. What am I? One hour or two hours out of you? No, you're one hour. Ah, okay, that's uh, not it, bad. It, it is. It is ten twenty here right now. Wow, eleven eighteen here. So we're or something like that. Eleven nineteen. So we we are going on to our last segment, ladies and gentlemen, and here here is the title. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm re- I'm ready. There's another one. Soundbite, SpongeBob. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. The title is vacation activities I wish to do before. Uh, look at that E4. I croak or can't move anymore. I just have the top 10 things to do before you die, but we're, we're on board. We're good. Uh, how about I start this one? I had you start the last one, right? Go for it. Go for it. First, oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you have runners up? I, 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 I did have a runners up and now I can't remember it. So no. I'll I'll do a couple of my runners up here. Uh, Swim with dolphins, although you'll have to see my number six pick, which kind of ties in. Okay. Uh, See an active volcano. uh, Spend the night in a treehouse in the tropics, which definitely ties into the last segment we just did. And float in the Dead Sea, which. Okay. I, I do have, I do have, um, I do have some. Cool. Uh, I have two. Uh, one was to go to Unalaska to take a hike up to the uh, World War Two. Mm. In uh, what 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 the, were the, the radar called? installations or something or uh... well the, they were observation okay. stations okay. that were built on onto the islands and I've always wanted to take the hike up to one of the World War Two observation centers. Very cool. Number two on my list is to go to Phuket to watch ping pong balls fly. And Do explain. There's there's a red light district in Phuket. If you don't oh, say no more, I understand. <laughs> Most of our audience will understand. Just cut it off right there and. Go on with the list. Stop. Don't. No, 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 no. I can't believe no. you made me. <laughs> no. 
Do you want me to start or would you like to start? Number 10 on my list <laughs> is Sale. Nice. Sail to Hawaii from the mainland. Oh. Now this is kind of this is kind of a two-parter. Um I did not add the second part to this because I think it's kind of obvious. I love sailing. I was in the Navy. I love the ocean. I love being on a boat. Um, and one of the, one of the most important things in the world to me to do before I can't walk anymore is to sail a boat around the world. But, uh, in the, the, a number one thing about sailing that I wish to do is to sail from mainland U.S. to Hawaii. Uh, this is a, a 30 day sail. It is a long sail. Um, I, I don't know if I want to do it single handed or not. I, I'm sure that after I've sailed for a little bit, I might want to do, try it single handed. Um, but it is a challenging sale because of the fact that you go through two different ecosystems, basically. Oh yeah. Um, you, uh, depending you, on where you start, but yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm saying start from like LA, maybe even San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you think about it, you run into a, a, a lull in the wind halfway mm -hmm. through this. Yeah. Uh, you don't pick up the trade winds until you are close to Hawaii. Yeah. So you can sit there and bob in the middle of the ocean for 10 days. Third, yeah. 20 days, whatever. You know, um, as a young, as a young boy, I had this book and it was called, uh, I had to find it here. The boy who sailed around the world alone. Mm-hmm. And it was literally about this kid who loved sailing. And he literally sailed around the world alone. Like when he got back to California, he had never had a driver's license in his life. And he was like 23 or 24 years old. He got married halfway around the world. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing book. Uh, but yeah, the doldrums uh, going to Hawaii was one of the big sections of that book. Um, Robin Lee Graham is the is the name of this kid. Um, National now, Geographic did a whole series on this guy. But anyway, I digress. This is your now, this is your spot. Now I read the same book. Oh God, cool. <laughs> that is one of the things that got me into sailing. The second thing, uh, most people don't know this. My great grand, my grandfather on my dad's side was in the Navy. He was in oh, the okay. Navy. He was in the Navy twice. He was in the Navy during World War One, and he Jesus. was in the Navy during World War Two. His God, his time in World War One was literally seven days, and then the war ended. What, wait, what kind of ship in World War One was he on? Don't know. From the records that I got, he left port and literally came 
back seven days later because he and and was discharged oh wow Um, my father had a lot of great stories about his dad of which after doing research i found out that a lot of those were just stories (laughs) but you know what good stories are just that they're good stories you know i i got the oh my father was a canton bulldog no, no, he wasn't dead. <laughs> oh, my father sold. Uh, my 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 father was big in the navy during World War II, and he's <laughs> he's going off about what his dad did. And I went and looked it up. He was a freaking storekeeper. <laughs> and dad dad turns around, and looks at me. He's like, "Yeah, but you know, he uh he uh." Uh, he he was important to to people <laughs> getting silk for parachutes, and I said, "No, he wasn't important for that. He stole that." <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, <coughs> yes, I I want to sail. I want to sail around the world. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah. All, All right, right sir. So that was your top ten. Those are my number ten. Uh, is, oh wait, uh, I I need to clear my screen. Hang on. Okay, go ahead. Okay, my number ten is to tour the catacombs underneath France. Yeah. Did Did you think of that one or no? I, I didn't think about that, but France, Paris was on my list. So mm-hmm. I'm yep. sure that that is something that would have come up in my head. Yeah. So the, the underground ossuaries of Paris, France holds the remains of 6 million people. 6 million. Yeah. I, 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 that's more than Cleveland. Dude, they filled it up during the plague. Yeah. I mean, well, they, they ran out of room above ground, and at, at, uh, at May thirty first, seventeen eighty, uh, the basement walls of a property adjoining a cemetery collapsed under the weight of the mass graves behind it. Um, and at that point, all city limits uh, burials were banned. Um, so the this the catacombs are filled to the top and they're they're massive um human femurs skulls other bones and they pile them up in these oddly ornate neat designs and displays um narrated by poems and aphorisms about death um yeah leave it to the french to make it artful and philosophical right you know so, yeah, there's I supposedly love, there's love su- to visit that place there's supposedly a hidden entrance into the catacombs from the louvre there was a theater like the the, the police broke up this like entire theater where they were showing movies and shit with a bar and the whole nine yards under so yeah yeah, I would love to to see that before I die. I, I I'm all about that. Um, I will I will take you to Paris. Cool. My next my next is a cruise 
to Alaska. Which is damn close to the fjords. Yeah, heck yeah. Very close to the fjords. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I am around like some of the glaciers and stuff. I am a freaking fiend for these cruise ships. I love it. Uh, it is a, it is the best vacation that you will ever take. Anybody who's ex Navy pre or post COVID. Yes. Right now. Not so much. You know, I, I'd even go now. I, I'm not afraid of COVID anymore. I've already had a hell half half the skin. All all my skin's fallen off. <laughs> so. Hey, can you open your phone now with your thumb or no? Fuck no. Dude, <laughs> more more skin's falling off, like you wouldn't believe. And now it's oh falling off. Now it's falling off on my feet. I feel like a leper. Anyways, let me. Well, let, you know, nice let me, fresh skin. That's not so horrible. Let me talk about this. Damn it. No, um. Uh, apparently, I was not talking into my microphone. <laughs> uh, okay, so so the picture that I'm showing Burke right now is a Disney cruise, which I do want to do a Disney cruise just because I am a huge freaking Walt Disney fan. Yeah, and then that's just got to just be so tight. I mean, that's it, it's just, gotta yeah. Be. It's got to be. Yeah. Now, now, the thing about it is that the picture that I'm showing Burke, they are literally sailing away from the glacier right now so you see bits of ice in the water this is gosh this is a fascinating thing to see and to be in a boat where you can cruise right up to it don't they like grab ice off of that and like use it in your drinks they do yeah that would not not on this boat but but on other boats they do actually do that uh, it, it just, it, it's an amazing thing to see. And, and I mean, I, I, I know that the glaciers will be around for another hundred years, but they are melting ish. Yeah. Yeah. They are melting. This is something that I want to see before it's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Number nine. Sure. No, All number right. eight. We're on. No, no, no. Our, I have not oh. done number nine. Yes, go ahead. I want to castle hop and bar hop. Do you have pictures? No, I got oh, no okay. picture of any of this stuff. Castle okay. hop and bar hop in Ireland. Mm. It is believed that Ireland is home to over. 30,000 castles. 30,000 castles in that tiny little, yeah, okay, dating back to the 11th century. The Blarney Stone. There can be only one. Yeah. However, there are only 7,000 bars throughout Ireland, mm-hmm. 75 breweries, and 32 distilleries. Now, the uh, I have to really look at this one. Kilbegan Distillery in County Westmeath is the oldest distillery in the world, dating back to 1757. And we're going to come back around to Guinness, which oh, is yeah. in Ireland. An oh, Irish yeah. dry stout that originated in the brewery of Arthur Guinness 
at St. James Gate in Dublin, Ireland in 1759. Would that be considered a castle? I I would consider a castle. Absolutely. I, I would consider... <laughs> I would consider or seventh holy. wonder of the world, whatever it's Guinness. Can you imagine drinking Guinness from the source? Oh God. Yeah. That would be good mm. stuff right there. Okay. I am done with my number nine. Scott's number nine, number eight, or I mean, Scott's number eight. Can you guess what this is? Yeah. It's down on my list at the bottom. Actually. Seriously? Oh, it's number three. Uh, don't you mean up towards the top then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. This top is a, this is Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a huge fascination of everything that's in the picture that I'm showing Burke, but I'm also a huge fan of beer. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the Oktoberfest <laughs> happens to have beer too. Wow. <laughs> but it also has carnival rides. So oh, I'm God, there's there's so much. There there's so much on Oktoberfest. I, I'll go I, I only have about three or four sentences. But yeah. My, yeah, my, I would love nothing more than go to Oktoberfest. My friend uh, Scott Tillman lives in Germany. Yeah. Uh, he has he he married a woman from Germany. They came back to the U.S. Uh, after he got out of the service for a little bit, but he went back. She's a fabulous woman, but she couldn't handle American life. I don't know why. I can't uh, blame her honestly. So they they live in Germany now, and I was I I, I was talking to to Scotty the one day. And he, I, I was like, I want to go to Munich's Oktoberfest. And he said, there's Oktoberfest all over. I said, okay. I want to go to the Oktoberfest. He, he was like, it's so commercialized. Why would you want? I, I said, don't care. I want to go to the Oktoberfest. I said, Scotty, that is what you hear from a person that lives there. Okay. Yeah, I don't live there. I want to come there once in my life and experience Oktoberfest. It's like what you hear from people that live in Las Vegas. Oh, I don't go down to the strip. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't I want to? (laughs) I can walk over to the Hall of Fame, the Football Hall of Fame. You know how many times I've been inside? Zero. Zero. Oh, really? I've been on top of the building. I've never been inside the building. I, it's right there. I don't care. I live less than freaking two miles from where John F. Kennedy died. Do oh, you man. know how many times I've been there? Zero. No, I've actually been there like three times, but oh, it's, okay. always, it's always been when somebody was coming and visiting. Mm. So uh, have I gone there on my off time? No. 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 You've never stood on the grassy knoll? I have three times. Oh, okay. Every time, uh, once when my mom and dad came, mm-hmm. uh, once when my brother came, mm-hmm. and once when my friend Ed came. 
There you go. By the there way, by the way, congratulations, Ed, on your victory at Daytona. Yay. I am so proud of your team, Venturini Motorsports. Mr. Haim, you did a freaking job, fabulous job on, on that race. My friend Ed is the truck driver for Venturini Motorsports. Nice. Got a great picture of him with the trophy. I am so proud of you, Ed. You did great. <laughs> All right. Next up is Burke's number. What are we at? Eight. Okay. I want to ride on the Orient Express. Damn it. Did was it, <laughs> I take it that was maybe one of your other picks? It wasn't. It was one that I totally forgot about. Oh, God, yeah. But yeah. I want to do the original, Budapest to Paris. Yeah, a long-distance passenger train created in 1883 by Belgian company Compagnie Internationale de Wagon Lys, uh, operating until 2009. Goddamn. The train traveled the length of continental Europe. Mm -hmm. and into Western Asia, the terminal stations in London, uh, Athens, Istanbul, and the Southeast. Since 2021, uh, OBB Nightjet again runs three times per week in the Paris to Vienna route. Although not branded as the Orient Express, uh, it, is a privately, it is a private venture by Belmont using the original CIW carriages from the 20s and 30s. So you can actually ride on the original mm -hmm. train carriages uh, from London to Venice and other destinations in Europe, including the original route from Paris to Istanbul, mm. which was mm. once mm. Constantinople. Thank you very much. Are you ready for this? Do it. Number seven. Oh, wait. Before we go, I have, or before I go to seven, I have to say this about the Orient Express. I am massive Agatha Christie fan. Poirot <laughs> is my favorite. I have watched every episode of Poirot that has been on the BBC. Oh, or, my. Or uh, he is my favorite sleuth out of them all uh, the orient i've read express, one of his books or one of the books about him the orient express is a number one on my list <laughs> i did not remember it when i did my list <laughs> I, I would totally move my list to put that on as number one yeah. uh it's just a fascination that i have Oh but, God, yeah. once again, it's that whole period piece thing. Like, like I love period movies. I love theme parks that have, you know, period. Well, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's totally on the list for me. Now, now, like, like Burke said, the the Orient Express still ran. Yeah, all the way up until 2020. Mm-hmm. Um. And it ran under the name 
the Orient Express, yep. but it, it it had now I don't know if it's Changed running names. I don't well, know yeah. if it's running right now. No, it is as of two as of twenty twenty one, it is running. It's under a different name, but it is running. Yeah, because it was it was the simpleton before COVID. And now it's it's night train or whatever. Anyways, I I would love to do that. Well worth it. Um Okay, now now we're going to something that I know that Burke made mention of earlier when mm. I was talking about a certain place in Germany, but the picture that I'm showing you is the Eagle's Nest. Ooh. This is Hitler's actual No, fuck no way. Yes. Really? This, this is his cabin. Where where you see the pictures with uh what's her name? Uh yeah, Eva remember. Braun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. When you see the pictures of Eva Braun, it was here at the Eagle's Nest. Wow. This is a bucket list for me. There is actually an elevator, the original elevator that Hitler used to go to the bottom of the mountain. Oh no shit. Yes, it it's lined with twenty four karat gold. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude! I, I, who would not want to go here? This is this is in the hills above Berkdish Garden, and uh, <laughs> that's a really <laughs> that's a really kind of fucked up destination. But dude, I would totally do it too. Uh, Hitler, okay, uh, please don't get get this wrong that i'm a fan of hitler it has nothing to do with that no but i mean that's just but like, hitler's, it's, a, it's a piece of history hitler you can't ignore it it is a piece of history hitler said when he was sitting at the eagle's nest that it was the most beautiful view he had ever seen he was an artist hmm. i mean like, 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 had he gotten recognition as an artist he might not have taken over all of the world but yeah it's okay it's an absolutely fascinating place to go to uh you you take a bus up to the bottom of the hill from Berkdish garden you go through something like four old nazi checkpoints oh jesus to get up there now you know they've torn down the checkpoints and all that but you can still see them and the bus driver explains this as you are heading up up the the road mm -hmm. to to go to this place and there's a restaurant it, they've turned it into a restaurant now so wow. but the fireplace is still there <laughs> wow so uh, there there's actual pictures of hitler standing in front of this fireplace so it's a I, little on the macabre side, but yeah. It, it, well, yeah. Uh, for for me, uh, with me being a World War II buff, this this is very interesting to me. But as well, I think it should be interesting to the world because three quarters of of the items or the places or whatever that Hitler owned, they were destroyed. Oh God damn! The bunker that he died in which would have been absolute 
fabulous tourist attraction was totally destroyed. His home was destroyed. Everything was destroyed because they didn't want they didn't yeah, want to remember yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. So the Eagle's Nest is one of the last things that you can actually go to that's still there, that's still relevant. That wow. you know what? It was taken away from a dictator and turned into a restaurant, and it makes money. Wow. Alrighty. Number six, seven? Seven. My number seven is I want to attend the Kentucky Derby. <sighs> okay. 1875 was the very first race. 1925 was the first live radio broadcast. 1952 was the first televised race. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And in 1954, the purse exceeded $100,000. I have no idea what that is in today's money. But that is a shit ton of money for 1954. Do you want to guess at the fastest time ever or perhaps the horse that made the fastest time ever? Absolutely not, because I don't even know what time <clears throat> is normal. Secretariat at 1.59.4 minutes in 1973. What? 1973 was the fastest time ever recorded at the Kentucky Derby. How, how, how much, uh, how, how many, how, how much drugs do you think was pumped into that? Horse? I don't think they were testing back then. So <laughs> who knows? And as a side note, I must drink a mint julep at that event. Okay. Why is that? It's a Kentucky national drink for fuck's sake. It's it's mint and bourbon for fuck's sake. I have to have a mint julep at the Kentucky Derby. Come on. Okay. Okay. I'm there with you. I'm there with okay. you. All right. All right. I'm done. Number six. The National Museum of the United States Air Force. Dayton, Dayton. Ohio. I've been there. I was there when I think I was six. I don't I remember was it. Five. Don't remember it. There are now five hangers, I do believe. I have 
Polaroid Instamatic photos of that place. There is, okay, the my favorite president of the United States was John F. Kennedy. Okay. Uh, he, he was a Democrat. He literally stopped the Russians from putting nuclear weapons right at Cuba, the base of our country. Yep. Uh, this, this, this was a president that was going to change the world. And, and, and the plane that he was flown back in is actually on display. A DC three, no DC 10. I, I think it was a DC 10. No, it wasn't a DC 10 because the DC 10 didn't the DC 10 have the third engine. No, I think the DC 10 was the four engine. I, I no, it was, it was no, a jet. The, the DC 10 had the third engine on the, on the tail. The DC nine had the twin engines on the fuselage. So it wasn't a DC 10. I'd have to look that up though. I do know that the DC 10 had three engines. It had the, because that was the plane that, that crashed that made a big stink in what was it? The 1980s, 1982, I think it was. Anyways, we'll get into uh, that later. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, they have an entire section on uh, the history of presidential transportation. Uh, it oh, has the Air Force One planes. Oh, God. It has the, the Columbine that uh, Roosevelt flew in. Uh, it, it has the plane from Kennedy. Uh, it has the transportation vehicles like the limousine, uh, the presidential there's, limousine. There's one of those limousines up in Cleveland at the uh, the auto uh, the auto museum up in Cleveland. As a matter of fact, yeah, I think you're right. I think that. <clears throat> I think that museum actually has one of the, the Audubon Museum up in Cleveland. Yeah, it has yeah. one of the uh, has one of John F. Kennedy's uh, the open air uh, um, one is uh, no the yeah. closed the closed cabin one. It, I'm sorry, it, it was the one that had the roof. Yeah. All right, so that was my number six. Wolf, my number six. <clears throat> I kind of referred back to this from one of my uh, dive with dolphins. I want to dive the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. It is the largest coral reef in the world, although it is dying currently. So, yes, I would like to see it soon. It is bigger than the Great Wall of China. It is the largest living, visible thing from space. Uh, it is one of the seven natural wonders of the world. 1,500 species of fish, 17 species of sea snakes, saltwater crocs, 
dugongs, which are a very close relative of um, oh the big guys in Florida. The uh, oh god, sorry, the bourbon has soaked my brain, and I have no brain cells left. Um, <laughs> sea cows. What do they what do they call the big uh, big sea cows in Florida? Uh, the mantis. Yes. Is it relative to the manatee? The manatees have this big, wide, round tail. Dugongs have a tail. They have the body of a manatee, but the tail is very cut like a whale's tail. So they're very closely related. Um, six species of sea turtles and 5,000 species of mollusks. And I understand that pretty much everything in Australia wants to kill you, but I would still love to dive off the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> I was I was just about to ask you, you you know that the world's largest population of sharks is right there by the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, but not not a lot of them want to kill you. I mean No, like, they all want to kill you. Well, everything in Australia wants to kill you, but they don't always. I mean otherwise nobody would live there. I mean, there's okay. still people there. I, I I went, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if you, I don't know if you would remember this. Mm -hmm. uh, in 1988, I went to Australia. What? Really? Yeah, my father was working at South Pacific Tire, which is mm. Dunlop Tire here in America. You did tell this story at one point. Um, and I went to visit him. He had an apartment in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, I got to see the Essendon bombers. Well, actually his apartment was in Essendon. Got to see the Essendon bombers play. I got to play lawn bowling. Um, my father had a cat that was the size of a freaking German shepherd. <laughs> I'm serious. I, we, we've got a picture of this cat with a, <laughs> with a half dollar in his hand and his paw will cover it. Um, so uh, while I was there, I kind of learned that everything in that country is poisonous. Yeah, well, or poisonous or venomous. Now, it doesn't matter what it is. It except, except for the one spider. It could be food on your plate. Now, okay, there is one spider in Australia. The thing is as big as a dinner plate. It's the huntsman spider. It's the only one that is not venomous or dangerous to humans. No, but it but can... it's six inches across for fuck's sake. It's... But it can break your freaking leg with its paws. <laughs> but it loves to eat all the venomous shit and all the dangerous shit. It just looks like the, the your worst nightmare come to life. It was the only place in the world that I've gone to where a half an hour outside of the city, you were watching snakes that could kill you in 10 seconds. Yep. Yeah, every single sea uh, snake would you kill have, you within 10 seconds or less. You have three quarters of the great white population there at the Great Barrier Reef. Guess what you have on the other side of that reef? You crocodiles. got crocodiles. You will die. 
you will die. <laughs> All right, I'm done with my rant. You no, ready from? You ready for? Uh, do you need a break or? Are you on your number five or not? I'm on my number five. All right, so. this is a great time for a break. Ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You hear it. That means it's time for the break. And by, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, even though YouTube doesn't believe me, I've actually paid for the rights for this fucking music. So suck my ass. <laughs> See you soon. Holy shit, my bladder keeps getting smaller. Every year. God, I don't get it. <laughs> All right, what are we up to here? I believe we are up to our number five picks. I think you're next, but I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. But go ahead. Not I want to go sure skiing. what that is. What? I want to go skiing in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Because you want to die? I'm 53. I think I could make it through. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, Sonny Bono was in 53 when he died, but whatever. How old was he? Oh, God damn it. You're going to make me look that shit up? I don't know. Well, let's put in, in in layman's terms here. Jackson Hole is a fabulous ski resort. It has, you, you can rent a place that has a hot tub on the back. Ooh. And, you know, when you're divorced, you, you can. He was age 62. So we got 10 years. We're when good. you're when you're divorced you can you can take that hot 30 year old girl with you ah hang out in the hot tub and go skiing during the day cool come on i i used to love skiing when i lived in places where you could ski i've never tried it uh it's a fabulous sport you would enjoy it but probably the best part of going to an area that is a ski resort is the nightlife is the <laughs> fun after the fact you go up there you get beat up during the daytime and then you drink your ass off all night long so there you go what do you have for number five hello you are muted I am muted. I'm sorry. I was eating peanuts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on one moment, please. Un momento, por favor. Mm. Mucho gusto. All right. My number five is uh, kind of half and half. I would like to see the Northern Lights slash hot springs up in Iceland. 
So the Blue Lagoon up in Iceland is one of the most well-known hot springs up there. Uh, it's named one of the top 25 wonders of the world by National Geographic and maybe one of the most well-known of the Iceland lagoons. The light blue milky waters are a perfect 110 to 102 degrees Fahrenheit in temperature. Now, at that latitude, Iceland sits uh, approximately 64 degrees north, making it one of the perfect spots to see the northern lights. Um, it's very dark in the wintertime there, reaching up to 20 hours of darkness during and around the winter solstice. So perfect time to see the northern lights. So you could be sitting in a natural hot spring in midday in complete darkness and watch the northern lights that is what i would like to do before i die hmm i'm all over that uh, a little bit of you know i could totally decadence yeah yeah just Sitting there in a hot tub, basically. Natural hot tub, watching the northern lights. Yeah, that's all good. You see, this is this is part of the thing like with Jackson Hole. It's the same thing. It's a cold climate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I could do that. <laughs> all right. My number four. Oh, I don't know if you're going to handle this. <laughs> Can you guess what that is? Is it a movie set? Kind of. All right. Do explain. This. Oh, wait, is... wait, wait. Let me guess. Okay. A firing range. Nope. You can f- no. Oh god damn. Okay. Go ahead. Think TV. Okay. It does look like the California mountains where they film MASH and a bunch of other places. Ding! Well ah! <laughs> It's actually on my bucket list. I want to hike to where they film MASH. Oh shit. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Uh, they have, uh, well, the Mash units actually, or the Mash TV show, yes. actually left a jeep, and they left an ambulance. Wow, cool! So what you see in this photo is the rusty picture of the ambulance, and the jeep is this little bit down here yeah. at the bottom. Uh, the picnic tables that were left there are actually from the show and that was in their uh dining hall oh cool so this is this is totally on my bucket list because it's one of the few places left that you can go to like the where they where they did hogan's heroes that's it's gone it's it's gone it's a development yeah. now yeah there's houses um, there the uh... Gilligan's Island, gone. Gone. Uh, 
what else was filmed there? PT fifty or something like that. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all gone. They're all gone now. So I I really I wanna go see where they film MASH. It's about a mile and a half hike out of the hills. Or uh from the outskirts of, of town yeah. up into the hills. Uh, I think, I think mash mash and Hogan's heroes probably had the biggest hit on my mind, uh, mm, growing yeah. up. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. All right. What about year four? My number four is I want, and, 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 Maybe I can enhance on this. I want to stay at a really good hotel. I want to watch the Grand Prix in Monaco. I want to go all the way over there and watch the Grand Prix. It has been run since 1929. The Circuit de Monaco consists of city streets outside of Monaco and La, I can't even pronounce this one, Commandine, which includes the famous harbor. It is unique in having held the same circuit every time has been run over such a long period. Films directly related to the Monaco Grand Prix, uh, Murder and Mystery in 2018, Mm -hmm. Iron Man 2, yeah. Weekend of a Champion in 1971, which is a film about Jackie Stewart, who won the race that year, and Grand Prix in 1966, uh, which Jackie Stewart actually took place in that Grand Prix, was in that movie. Jack Garner was the star of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, I want to see the Monaco. So, the tunnel, over the tunnel, mm-hmm. is a hotel. Oh my. Which has rooms that you can see the hairpin from. Mm. And it has rooms that you can see the chicane from. Ooh. Absolutely 100% with you on this one. I would totally go with you to this. Yeah, absolutely. Well worth it. Every dollar that you would spend. I think my dream was to have a boat in the harbor for <laughs> Monaco. But then I started looking up the fact that you're going to spend $10 million on a boat. And then you're going to spend about $4 million for a slip. For a, Yeah, for a slip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we, uh, are, are you ready for number three? I'm ready for number three. Are you ready for number three? I don't think you're Ray. All right. Bring it on, man. Um, do not listen to what that says there as far as location, because if you look at the flag above it, you will know that it's that's wrong. That company. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Company. Um, country. What you are looking at is a uh, festival that is held in and. Edinburgh, Scotland, Edinburgh, Scotland every year. 
It is called the Tattoo Festival, and it is a military-based uh, festival that's done every year. If you get the time, people, go watch YouTube videos by a guy named Big Clive. Big Clive is a lighting technician in, from uh, the Isle of Man. I think he's the Isle of Man. He did all that? No, he is. Well, he's one of the electricians that works on the show every year. Okay. Um, he's a phenomenal guy. If you see my goatee, I'm kind of trying to emulate <laughs> Big Clive. Uh but uh, that was how I got introduced to the Tattoo Festival was Big Clive. He did these huh. these videos showing how he repairs moving lights. Mm. And I was like, okay, one day I was trying to figure out how to, to fix, uh, fix a, a Mac 600. And all of a sudden there's Big Clive. Oh, well, here's, <laughs> here's how here's he fixes. You and uh, so I kept watching him after a while. He's, he's like an electronics guru. Um, but he works for a company called PRG, which anyone in our business knows that is probably the largest, uh, tech rental company that you can, you can find. They're got huge. It, got it. Um, the tattoo fest festival goes for a week. It is all outdoors. And almost the entire city partakes in some way, yeah, shape, wow. or form. So it, it's a, but but it's um, it's almost like the night at the palms. Hmm. That that uh, proms that that um, that happens in England. It's an expose, a military expose, but it's also about showing the culture of that area for that year interesting so it's it's definitely something that i want to go to not to mention the fact that you're going through Ed edinburgh yeah do you know how yeah. many castles are around edinburgh no um, ireland's got about thirty thousand. so yeah there's a couple yeah there's a few all right Alrighty. so what do you what do you got for three uh, we touched upon this earlier. I would love to go to Oktoberfest in Germany. It is a 16 to 18 day long event with around 6 million people annually attending the event. There is only... Uh, this seems like low. 1.7 million gallons of beer are served at this event. Uh, the event started around 1811 with horse races, and it evolved since then. Uh, since 1950, it has opened at noon with a 12-gun salute followed by the tapping of the first keg by the mayor of Munich, in which he gives the first glass to the president or minister of Bavaria. I want to go to October. I want to go to the real Oktoberfest. 
Sorry, I had my mic muted. <laughs> they start to build the buildings three months in advance. That's it? Now, here's what here's what got me with this. this. Every year, they just they don't destroy, but the the infrastructure, the the pipes, the water, all that stuff mm-hmm. is torn up every year. Yeah, oh, Jesus. So they've got the houses. They've got the houses already prefabbed. <laughs> they're they're all numbered and all that stuff. But they have to go through and redo every bit of plumbing. <laughs> For each of those buildings. Then each building has to be inspected to make sure that they are within the codes. It's, I watched a freaking video on the whole thing. This is why I'm so fascinated by Oktoberfest. (laughs) It's not just the rides. It's not just everything that goes on. It's the fact that, that because of how, uh, the the Germans are so stickler on on rules and stuff. They have to redo everything every year. It's all new. Oh my god! I know, but God, do I want to go? I just want to go to the right. Hofbra House once. <laughs> Let me I go to see the some lady house. with like twenty eight beers in her hands. Oh yeah. Oh, I want to go to the uh. Hofbra House. All right, man. Second, You're up next. Secondly, bef- before we what? move off here, okay, they have this thing, and I can't for the life of me remember what they called it. It was like the witch's wheel or something like that, but it's a disc. It's a cone-shaped disc, and when I say cone, it's only about six inches taller in the center than it is off to the sides, and all these people pile onto this disc. It starts to spin and throws people off. The last person on wins something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Drunk people on a spinning disc. This sounds like my high school year at Jogga Lake. I'm yeah. all about this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I drank a six-pack and went on the rotor. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Scott's number two. Uh, I, I don't even know if you're going to agree with me on this or think I'm absolutely nuts, but you talked about the Northern Lights. Mm, absolutely. Um, this that I am showing you right now is basically called Santa's Village in Finland. Mm, yeah. It is north of the North Pole designation. Or the, uh, the, not the North, uh, no, it's, it's north of the North Pole designation. Okay. Uh, what what they they consider this to be North Pole okay. in Finland. So, uh, my wife has been here. Really? Yes, she is. My wife's Finnish, and ah. the second year that we were married, she actually took a trip to Finland. 
She actually asked me if I wanted to go, and I was such a dickhead at that point yeah, you're in time. You're a dumbass I said, for not I going. Said, no, I don't want to go to Finland. Why do I want to go to Finland? There's a bunch of fucking Russians there. Um, mm, mm. She is a friend of Putin's, so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> not going to tell you which Putin I'm talking about, but <laughs> anyway, this is. This is a. Uh, this is. Uh, it's called Santa's Village, and attached to Santa's Village, they actually have a reindeer farm and all kinds of stuff. Um, uh, my my mother in law got me a knife from here. Ooh, uh, that was homemade, handmade, and it's engraved with my name on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's a fascinating place, and I have always wanted to go here. And I can't believe with where I wanted to go on my vacation list being all freaking warm places, everything else has been <laughs> cold. Anyways, so, yes, this is, this is in the Lapland of Finland. Uh, next up for you... Uh, Buddy. Number 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 two. two. You're gonna dig this one. I want to drive the entire route sixty six. Uh, can we do it in a motorhome or a convertible? I can see doing it in a convertible, but if we did it in a motorhome, we'd have a place to sleep. Yes, although. Um, I don't know if you watch, uh, okay. What the frick is his name? The nomadic fanatic. That was it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen him. Uh, nomadic fanatic actually stopped at the, at the teepee motel mm. on route 66. Here, I'm going to uh, share, I'm going to share a screen with you oh, real quick. Let me clear this up. Go ahead. There's a couple pictures for you. Uh, let's see. Watch Grand Prix. Hang on. I got to move you up. You've got the. T <laughs> oh, yeah. I have the TPs. Um, okay. That's that's freaking classic. Now, uh, you, you see these gas stations here? Oh, yeah. I, Scott Davis, am literally an hour away from Route 66. Oh, Jesus. And. One of those gas stations was turned into the Route 66 Museum Ooh, in Oklahoma. Nice. So if you ever come to Texas, <laughs> I will take you up to the Route 66 Museum, which is incredibly awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a road trip that I could get into. But then again, I also said that one of my bucket list things that is not on my bucket list here, and I don't know how, why I forgot this, but it was to recreate the gumball rally. Yeah, yeah. Cannonball run. So, I mean. so Route 66, uh, originally established November 11th, 1926. Ooh. Originally ran from Chicago, Illinois to Santa Monica, California. 
2,448 miles long. It passes through California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, and Illinois. Um, yeah, the you drop in the Magnolia Gas Station, the Teepee Shape Hotels, all of them huge influences on the Pixar film Cars. If you've ever seen that film, and it's it's great because they took those original structures and just basically recreated them in VR or whatever you know in in CG and mm-hmm. put them into that cartoon, which was awesome. The Cone Hotels, the, the teepees, yeah, the Road Cone Motels and in, mm-hmm. in Pixar. Uh, Man, just a, a huge piece of Americana of, of Americana history that uh, that I would love. I would love mm, hell yeah. to recreate that. All right, I guess we're up to my number one. You're, you're oh okay. I I am I am definitely curious about this one. What's your number one pick? My number one pick is to tour all of the Christmas markets in Germany over that season. Uh, the one that I'm showing you right now is actually from Heidelberg, I think it is. Hamburg. No, Heidelberg. Heidelberg. You're not showing me anything, but okay. <laughs> Click the button, Scott. Click it. Oh, that looks gorgeous. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so so uh I, I I don't talk religion, I don't talk politics on the show. But I'll talk religion here for a second. Okay. I am Catholic. I rose up I, I was raised Catholic. Um, to me, Christmas is a very important time of, of the year. Um, and I, after, after I started, okay, I, I, throughout my life, I didn't learn about my heritage really until I, I became older and, uh, you know, I, I knew my grandfather was from Poland. I knew that his mother only spoke Polish. Oh, wow. uh, uh, my my grandmother's side of the family was very convoluted and didn't know a lot about it. And, and as I grew up, I f- found out that it was because they were German. Mm-hmm. And they didn't talk about stuff like that. Like great-grandpa Raleigh... Um, was a train conductor for the Pennsylvania Railroad. Oh, wow. But he was also a train conductor for the Nazis. So, oh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> <coughs> so, so there's stuff that you just don't talk about. Yeah, we don't no? talk about that stuff, yeah. yeah. So so as I grew up and, and as I I started connecting the dots and all that, it became... 
I don't know. It became important to me to to learn about the past and part of the past with the German side is the Christmas markets and and a a how would you say easier way of life um simpler basing okay so you base your life off of your religion uh i i don't know how to i don't know how to say what i'm trying to say it made sense why grandma and grandpa were really really big on being catholic on uh, being baptized on living by the church and stuff like that. And, and it, it's not that I, I sit back and go, Oh, everybody should live by the damn church and all that. <laughs> um, but there is something to the old world. And I am starting as I I'm getting older to see that, that there was something to that. And Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, 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 I do enjoy the old style stuff there the molds the mold wine yeah glue glue wine <laughs> um the handcrafted items that were sold at the christmas markets the roasted chestnuts the all of this stuff i mean i didn't realize how christmas was actually formed until i started reading about this you know we all heard about chestnuts roasting on an open fire never had them uh, i suppose they're good i've never had them <laughs> so I, I like i said being a history buff i i am interested in seeing this old world stuff um so i i, I would like to one year from november from Thanksgiving until Christmas, go and tour all of the Christmas markets in in Germany. Wow. So there you go. Uh, I do believe we are up to Burke's number one, which is scary for me. It is the polar opposite of yours. Uh-oh. <clears throat> and quite simple. I want to fly in a jet fighter. Really? All over the world, you can find jet rides in L-39 Albatross, T-33 T-Birds, F-16s, or even a MiG-29. Oh, shit. You can find a T-38 trainer right now. Yeah, yeah. I want to fly in a actual jet fighter, even a trainer. I want to. I want him to pull so many G's that I pass out. I wouldn't even mind throwing up. I don't care. I. <laughs> I, I, I. I. I want to experience Top Gun personally. I, yeah, I want to fly in a jet fighter. I, I, I don't know what I can say. I want to fly in a jet plane. I have, um, I've never flown in a jet fighter. I, I have flown in helicopters. Mm -hmm. uh, 
when I was in the Navy, our our unit had MH-53 helicopters, MH and CH-53s. Um, they called them Sky Pigs. It was a a. a it was a high I don't think I've I've ever been able to recreate. Um but a jet fighter never yeah. never rode in. I could totally I could totally do it. I would I've, totally I've, I've, want to. I've I've been in, you know, commercial jet planes, great. Uh my brother in law when I first was dating my wife her brother was flying um little cessna 132s or one whatever you know for jump planes you know sure. fly them up and you know people jump out they do their parachutes and um i was i was down in canton i wasn't even living in canton at the time i was down in canton I kind of knew the general area that the airfield was in. I drove out and I saw like, you know, these three little dots in the air. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, those are people jumping out of the plane. And I kind of followed them down. These backwinding runs off of Route 62, you know, down you know, halfway to Alliance and everything. Found this little airfield. And it was a field. It was just a grass field. And 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 Mike was landing his plane and everything. And these guys were coming down, you know, just whooping and hollering. So I got to go up in his plane, because I paid like 25 bucks, when Carl and Jenny did a oh, tandem God. jump. So I'm up with Mike in the plane. They jump out. We're in the plane, and Mike's like, "Yeah, hold on, let me show you something." He banks this thing bigger than a forty-five degree bank, and spirals down. We're pulling a couple G's and everything. It was just a lot of fun. I was like, "I, you know, a jet fighter would be ten times that awesome." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like flying. I've never been scared of it. I enjoy it. Like would I pass up? Yeah, probably. Would I throw up? Yeah, probably. Would I do it? Absolutely. One hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd be all over that, dude. Yeah. Uh and that is my number one. Ah, what can I say? What can I say? What can I say? Um, <laughs> wow, that was like four hours or more. It was like four and a half hours of recording, over five hours of us being together, dumbasses and swearing to, and drinking to, together, uh, apart yet together. I, I actually I actually have some f- friends at one of the flight museums down here. I'm going to call him now. Oh, God. Um, well, one of the flight museums down here by me uh, that I have a friend at, uh, one of the rules to have a plane there is that it's either being worked on to be restored 
mm-hmm. or it's flyable. All right. So I'm going to give him a call and see if he's got any trainers that are, they, they rent time out. Oh yeah. So they have this text in there, uh, that, that I know that, that but that's not a jet. Um, so I got to find you a jet now, but they, they have old and old, uh, a five trainer, a five. Yeah. Those F5. are cool planes. F five trainer, F five, a fives, probably older ones. Those are the dual uh, cockpits. Uh, it might be the a five. Is that uh? Let's see here. Let's see what the A five looks like, and I'll tell you if that's correct. Got the big bulbous canopy on there. Um, well, the the thing about the A five is that that was the uh, was it the A five or was it the F five? A five vigilante. Ah, uh, a good looking plane. And was that it? That was not it, my friend. And it's Ooh, not the you know, F5. The, yeah, the F5 was one of the planes that they used in Top Gun as the Russian jets, if I'm oh, seeing that There we correctly. go. There we go. Look up A4 Skyhawk. for skyhawk oh yeah uh now my friend that works at this museum the only reason that that him and i got into contact with each other was because when i was in the navy the a4 skyhawk was the first plane that i worked on Hmm. uh it is a tiny little plane but it is quick as shit oh yeah uh more engine than fuselage on that one more engine than fuselage this used to be the plane that the blue angels used for their shows as a matter of fact i have a picture of the a4s staged in the stadium cleveland municipal stadium for an air show where they were being used over at the airport next door nice yeah 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 it's a great 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 freaking plane um but they have a trainer version and he he called me up because i used to be an airframer on the a4s well hydraulics man um (laughs) but if you know anything about hydraulics and airplanes in the navy um that means that you pretty much fixed everything but the engine (laughs) there you go i'll give him a call i'll see what i can do for you there you go it might cost you a hundred bucks or more and i'm okay with that (laughs) but just to see you throw up on a camera is totally yeah. worth it to me. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a couple hundred dollars right there. 
That is worth the money, guys. <laughs> All right. Like I said, we we uh we we went for almost five hours. Oh, oh geez, Priest. This is a marathon one. Well, I, I wanted to get three shows out of this so that we could get onto track so that when we do the movie reviews, yes. They're they're up to up to par. But this also means that next week's show is going to be a little bit light or can be because we have an extra show ahead of us well yeah i i have watched the first movie which i think is the first movie well you, you can let the audience know what we're watching it is going to it should be according to scott murder by death uh-huh i have only watched the first minute of lone wolf mcquade so i need to catch up on that one okay so so never seen it before in my life it's gonna be a new experience here is the thing with scott murder by death i picked for us to watch because it's a movie that both burke and myself like both burke and myself know it frontwards backwards left and right it's great flick Yep. Lone Wolf McQuaid. I may actually get a soundbite from my mother to explain how much she hates this movie. (laughs) Because we had just bought a VCR when Lone Wolf McQuaid came out. (laughs) And you monopolized the television. I taped it on HBO with no commercials and I wore that tape out. (laughs) My mother will tell you, I came home every day from school and put Lone Wolf McQuaid in. Now guys, this is not the best movie. This is, (laughs) I mean, the quality of this movie is not the best, (laughs) but I will tell you right now, this is Scott's all time 100% 100% favorite movie that's not a Harry Potter flick. No, wow. Sorry, that's not a Harry Potter flick or Star Wars flick. Nah. Yeah, you can, uh, you're a Star Trek guy, right? I, I like them all. I, I, I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Dune, Harry Potter. I am a geek for all of it. Uh, are you Star Trek or Star Wars? Yes. Okay. Because they, you they call me both have their places in the world. You called me a geek earlier for certain things. No, oh, do you know? I used to watch that show when Baker was on. For fuck's sake, the long knit scarf, the whole nine yards. Uh, okay, well, Baker. Yeah, Baker, the guy who. Well, he wasn't the original uh, Doctor Who, but he was like seventies <laughs> version. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, come on. So they introduced K nine, I think, in his series. If I'm not mistaken, I do believe you are absolutely correct on that. But to digress. <laughs> you picked on me 
for it. <laughs> for having it on your phone. Why is that a problem? Yeah, well, I don't think any occupational hypnotherapist is going to help you solve any of your problems. Okay? <laughs> hey, and speaking of problems, what's this I hear about you having problems with your TPS reports? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you get that memo? But then they switched from the swing line to the Boston stapler, but I kept my swing line stapler because it didn't bind up as much, and, and I kept the staples for the swing line stapler. Okay, Milton. And, oh, no, it's not okay, because if they make me, if they if they take my, my stapler, then I'll, I'll, I'll have to, I'll set the building on fire. <laughs> PC load letter? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that had to do with Star Wars, but I, it just... Uh, it sounded right. It sounded good. It sounded fabulous to me. <laughs> On that note, people, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Hey, by the way, did you know... Did you know that your show got monetized? You mentioned something to that effect. <clears throat> so... On, on Red Circle, to get monetized, you have to have over 500 downloads a week. And how many do we have? 710. Fuck. <laughs> Why, now, you know, okay, once again, I, I asked two questions. I asked one question. Why do we have that many? And, and the second thing is... Thank you all. Judas Priest, thank you, everyone. Now, to answer the first part of your question, I do believe it has to do with intravenous drugs. But to answer the second part of that question, I, I, I really don't know. I, I, all I know, okay. We're not looking the gift course in the mouth. Thank I have, you very much for your support, everyone. I have started seven podcasts. And six of those podcasts have been going for a year and have 110 downloads per week. Per week. We have 710 per week. Damn. And this show's only been going since October 26th. <laughs> I, 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 with Burke, thank you guys. And I'm glad yeah. that you guys find us funny. Um, Enjoyable, the uh, time killer, uh, informative, whatever. I have I love you all. I have always said that it's because you can't see us naked. And thank God for that. Uh, God. Uh, remember to go to our website if you want to get to our website. It's too fucking long to write. So go to Facebook and look up Davis and Davis Show. Lots of cool stuff. It looks pretty now. <laughs> it, it, it looks pretty. We we can only edit it twice a day now because because, because we 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 keep crashing the bandwidth. <laughs> I, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> uh, okay. So so next week, well, the next two shows after this, we or have, three. We this have, might be a three-show episode. Who knows? Or whatever. So you guys have movie reviews coming up. But after the movie reviews, it is going to be the 
There is a contest coming, people. Oh, Juice Priest. Now what? You always spring this shit on me at the last second. What are we what doing? Do you, you, you probably got three weeks before we got to do this. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Tell us what's going on. We have a contest coming up, ladies and gentlemen. You got to make the choice on whether you are going to take Bert or Scott in the competition. But the competition is 50. 50 trivia questions written by the other person. <laughs> wow. About what? Anything. Ugh. Actually, I'm going to lie. I'm I'm lying about that, guys. Um <laughs> So, it is going to be 50 trivia questions. 10 of them will be about television. 10 are about movies. 10 are about Ohio. 10 are about the University of Akron. And the final 10 can be any questions you want. Oh my God. Now this, this opens us up, man. We're gonna figure out. We're gonna figure out who is the smartest guy. Now, I came up with this idea just about um, 10 minutes ago. No, it was about 30, 30 minutes ago when you no. looked at me and said that I'm smarter than you. And I went, ah, oh, that, that, that was a bad you know, decision, dude. Gunlet is laid down. <laughs> so now he's got to come up with 50 trivia questions to stump me with. And I am going to come up with my 50 trivia questions to stump him with. Uh, uh not, we did a show kind of like this, mm -hmm. but we had to dump it because of content. So, yeah. so I want to make sure that our questions are not, um, sexually explicit, derogatory, I or I'm not quite sure what else. No, I was just going to say, man, they better be questions that we can't answer. But yeah, go okay, ahead. fair enough. <laughs> well, we we've we've kind of nailed down the gauntlet here because we made categories this time. Fair enough. So you really only have ten questions to worry about. Each. Ten. I won't I won't spank you, man. <laughs> I won't spank you. I, I, the the problem is that i've been a good boy most of my life <laughs> yeah right <laughs> on behalf of burke myself his two daughters my 10 cats we're saying good night y'all have a great night and we will talk to you soon Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.